0: Welcome back to another edition of hashtag Alvarado Excellence. And with me as always, Alvaro IST Superintendent, Dr. Kenneth Estes, and special guest with us today for a little segment, Mr. Mayor Wheat. I don't know how do you like to be how do you like to be called? Mayor Wheat, Mayor Jacob. Jacob's fine. <laughs> Jacob's fine. All right. <laughs>
1: for the for the purposes of this podcast, we'll say Mayor Wheat his professional title. He's actually in studio with yeah. us. The studio sounds real formal. We're actually in Mr. Brown's office, <laughs> a, a discarded wood table. Right. Well, I appreciate you having me. I'm glad to be here.
0: Oh, we're excited to have you here, man. We're excited to to get to that part and hear about all your exciting plans and the excitement that's upcoming for the city of Alvarado. All right, so for starters, we'll start with our COVID update and feel like a broken record every week. It seems like every, each week since spring break, really, uh, COVID numbers have stayed the same. We're, we're at zero again. We've had... I think, two cases since spring break, fantastic numbers, and it's all about uh, our educators and our kids, our scholars following the protocols that we've set forth, and uh, just great job, everybody, and we're almost done. You almost made it an entire school year wearing those masks, and uh, we just ask you, keep going. We know there's award shows coming up and and, and concerts and just everything, graduation next week, and uh, just stay the course another week and a half, and you're good, and uh, we'll get through it, and. Uh, what a, a testament to our school district that we're going to be able to, to go through really half the spring almost with just a couple cases.
1: It's fantastic news. And uh, I mean, we talk about broken record. I can remember as a kid, I don't, Mr. Brown's probably too young, but we actually had real records and you listen to them and a, a scratch record wasn't very good or <clears throat> broken record surely wasn't good, but it, it is nice uh, because we can report that, uh, like you said, since spring break, two cases, uh, uh, you talked to us in November and December. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, d- I would never have predicted how well the spring would have uh, gone. But like you said, we just credit our educators our scholars, our community for doing a fantastic job. And we appreciate everybody's support. I was just over at something at the junior high, and we had a few parents in, and everybody was, you know, nobody complained. Everybody's doing what we asked to do with the protocols, and so we appreciate it.
0: Yeah, and, and speaking of protocols and parents being there, you know, we had a couple field days last week. You know, one at Lillian and one at North, and it, parents were it looked it looked good. You know, parents were wearing their masks and and staying behind the lines that the, the educators had put up for them to stay behind, and uh, just a great job. And it wouldn't happen without our educators, our scholars, or the parents uh, helping out the last few months. That's for sure. All right, and and by the way, I, I remember records. My parents had some records, but. Okay. I don't remember the uh, I don't remember the scratched <laughs> records per se, but I do remember the scratched CDs that you couldn't get past that uh, basically the track time. on the C D. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mr. Brown's <laughs> Mr. Brown's a youngest. Is, so. is it time okay. to move on?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, does that
1: date us? I don't know. Uh Mayor Wheat. Did you have did you have records? You're a pretty young guy too. So I I was a member of the Columbia Record Club. There so. you go. <laughs> Do you, do you know, know what that is, Mr. Brown?
0: No, we used to get the uh, the thing that used to come in the mail, though. You could get the – I don't know if there was CDs. Oh, yeah, something you could do few, CDs the same you, way, but it was yeah, – Yeah, it was the record club before that. Yes.
1: Yeah. It was great, too. I mean, it really was a good deal. <laughs> now we're doing advertising. For right. so Are they around anymore? I don't know. All right,
0: and then now uh, moving on to our wig, and – Fantastic news on our wig. You know, we were able to hit our wig for the, the first, we've been doing it for several years now. The spring semester was the first time we 100% hit our wig and congratulations. You've done it twice in a row. Now we did it for the spring semester. We had a crazy, crazy number of social media posts last week, uh, over 700 media po- or social media posts last week with the Alvarado excellence hashtag and the Alvarado reads hashtag. And, uh, just can't say enough about everybody chipping in from the educators to the community, to the parents, everybody chipped in on that. And again, last week it was, uh, still new educators popping up that we haven't seen before. Miss newcomer, our new principal at the junior high got into the act last week and, and saw her post a couple of things and, uh, just a, a great thing. And, you know, Dr. Warner probably has a lot to do with that. I don't know that she listens to this, but we're going to give her some love. <laughs> but uh, She has a lot to do with that in their little, uh, Motivation, her challenge for the uh, campus administrators that really got on it and uh, just everybody congratulations us twice now everybody will get a little special treat next week but a uh, great job and I can't be more excited looking forward now now we're on a streak it, one is great but now it's a now it's a winning streak right, All right when to you back. Get two yeah
1: <laughs> um, and you know we talk about having ideal team players here in Alvarado ISD those people that are hungry and the administrators certainly were hungry in the sense of very motivated to to reach that goal. And so I appreciate that even though the goal ended for them or the contest ended for them on Monday with Dr. Warner's challenge, they continued to post and saw several posts just today from our administrators and appreciate, like you said, all educators across the district and then the community members that jumped in and got involved in hashtag Alvaro Reads, hashtag Alvarado Excellence. And so it's exciting. When we say WIG, uh, Mayor Wheat, we're talking about our wildly important goal. So we had a wildly important goal this spring to support reading and literacy in our district and to enhance the culture of reading in our district. And so the way we did that is with social media posts, most of them on Twitter, but some Facebook, some Instagram. And so the challenge was to go from having five a week, which is what we were averaging, to 200 a week. And we are set to end that wildly important goal on Thursday And we have the numbers to reach it. We don't want anybody to quit. We're trying to actually bump it over 4,000 right. for the spring semester, just total post. But uh, we, we were super excited because we had a week when, uh, not that you want us to bring this up, but a winter storm that happened that uh, we didn't have very many posts that week, and then we had spring break. And so they overcame those two weeks and have done a fantastic job.
0: Yep, just if we can hit our – Our weekly go one more time, I think it was 207 or somewhere along those lines, we would hit 4,000 post uh, this spring since January, which is fantastic.
1: Amazing, yeah.
0: All right, and then baseball was in the playoffs last week. They were the the last remaining uh, team in the playoffs this year and uh, took a a sweep at the hands of Melissa uh, Friday and Saturday, and uh, especially Friday. It's one of those games where you're in it for so long and then things get away from you a little bit at the end of the game. And then Saturday got off to a little bit of a rough start, but but hung tight, hung in there right. until the last couple innings. Again, things got away from them a little bit. But uh, congratulations to them making it to the area round, of the playoffs. Uh, First-year head coach and Coach Vineyard, two new assistants to Alvareto and Coach Henson and Coach Hightower. And then a lot of young kids. Right. You know, there's just a, a handful of seniors and a couple senior starters. And outside of that, it's a, couple sophomore, a bunch of sophomores, right. a couple juniors, a couple freshmen, and so uh, – a very good foundation laid this year by Coach Vineyard and those uh, kiddos over there. And so, congratulations to them on a great season. And uh, as soon as there's a couple more district teams still going, and as soon as those are out, we'll uh, get dis- all district information out to everybody.
1: want to commend, like you said, the coaches uh, for taking over the program. And, they, you know, Coach Burns left it in great hands. And uh, Coach Vineyard was one of his assistants. But they just picked up where – they left off and very competitive against uh, outstanding teams and really proud of them, you know, by-district champs, first-year head coach. That's not, not too bad. I know a lot of uh, others would like to have that honor. So, appreciate the way they competed and the played as a team, as we said several times. And also, I know we've said it uh, uh, It sounds like a broken record also, like you said. But or a scratch had, CD. Yeah, scratch CD, maybe. It uh, sounds like a scratch CD. Uh, but uh, we had a ton of people from our community go support the team on, you know, this past weekend, the weekend before last, just really good community support for the baseball program. We'll appreciate that.
0: Yeah, and there was a, a lot of good support all the way around. I mean, softball had a great crowd and their playoff games right. and baseball. And so uh, great crowds all the way around. Basketball had great crowds when yeah, they, they were did. in the playoffs. And so uh, great to see the community rally around our, the, the scholars and, and the athletes and, and supporting them and what they're doing. And then, Last but certainly not least on our on our itinerary today, Mayor Jacob Wheat. How are you doing, sir?
2: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm I'm fairly well as far as I'm aware. So uh you've actually been kind of the, the acting mayor, I guess, the last few months since uh Mayor Durrington left. You're in that position and then you turn around almost immediately and have to run for election. So just talk about that and kind of how you had to kind of change directions a little bit in your in how you were approaching things, I guess.
2: Yeah, definitely. So, as you mentioned, I've actually served as mayor pro tem since January. Uh, and, and that timing was intentional because in order to hold the special election that we did, uh, Tom had to resign from mayor in January so that we could meet the required deadlines to have an election. And so, it was his desire that the community be able to, Pick their and choose their next leader in election, and so that created that that gap in time, and and that was something that uh, was excited about an opportunity to step in and serve as pro tem as an interim mayor, as you said, uh, while also campaigning for election, and so right. you get that you know you're you've got a job to do, uh, but also at the same time uh, the opportunity to get out and meet people, uh, and I really think it was a huge benefit because. Uh, This election process for us this year is one of the highest voter turnouts we've had in as long as most folks can remember. Uh, 202 total votes cast out of 2,500 registered voters out of 5,000 population. Those are still low numbers. So uh, my encouragement is register to vote and then get out and vote. So you're going to be hearing a lot more information about that. Uh, Something that we're going to work on throughout the course of this year is just trying to educate folks on how to get registered to vote. If 50% of our population is even registered in the first place, we want to start there. Right. Uh, and then as, as as people continue to get more educated and involved, we'll see your voter turnout increase. Uh, so definitely that's something that we're looking forward to. Uh, and then, you know, as of last night, it's time to get to work. So right. we're, we're ready. We're ready.
0: So talk about – I know a lot of a lot of people may have said, you know what, I'd rather – Rather, nobody run against me, and I can just not have to worry about all that other stuff. But talk about was it? It's good for a lot of that conversation to happen, you know, leading up to it. You know, you have you have a differing viewpoints and everything, and you get to actually instead of I'm just saying, hey, Jacob Wheat's going to be our mayor. They get to hear from Jacob Wheat and hear what he thinks. And whereas had there not been anybody running against you, maybe you wouldn't have been able to get out or Maybe you wouldn't have had the need to get out and, and talk to people as much as you did.
2: No, and you're exactly right. And that's something that we as a community, as as a city, are going to continue to get better at is actually increasing that dialogue and communication. And I think you hit that hit you hit it right on the head there with communication. So uh both create through through the interest in an election, we had a lot more people uh sharing what their Vision is for the community and some of the things that they'd like to see in the direction of growth. Uh, whereas normally we don't always get that input and feedback, so uh, we don't want to lose that. Yeah, you know, we we've got a we've got a lot of momentum right now on community involvement, dialogue, exchange of ideas. Uh, we're getting input and feedback that we haven't before, so we're going to be looking at monthly town halls by ward where we are as a city initiative side of things, creating the opportunities for engagement and dialogue. Uh, we had our first uh, in-person council meeting resume back last night at City Hall. And, and it was great to see all those people there. And I encourage those people that were there last night to come back next month right. and in July and August and September, for sure.
0: Right. How, how long is the, uh, the mayor's term
2: Typically, all elected positions in Alvarado are two-year terms. Okay, so council and mayor all serve two-year elected terms. Uh, since this one it was the unexpired term, uh, this one uh, is finishes in May of 2022. Okay. So we've actually only got 12 months to get done as much as what we can. Then you get to start
0: uh, the whole election process again, yes, campaigning sir. again, right? Uh,
2: in January is when the filing is open okay. for application, and then the deadlines for filing are typically around mid-February. Uh, the, the actual dates change based off of calendar and stuff like that. But, but January and February is, is when those positions that are open for filing. We have a council seat that's open every year. Uh, so we have um, six council members, and for the three wards, that means there's two representatives per ward. So with a two-year term, they have alternating. So every year we have election for council member, and so there's an opportunity there. And then the mayor is every two years. So this next coming 2022 election that will be for the regular two-year term. Gotcha.
0: And how do you how do you balance your your vision for the hey this is something I'd like to get done right now as soon as possible against, Hey, this is something I'd like to see done in the next five or six years, even though I know I may not be here in five or six years. This is something I'd like to start working on. How do you balance that? Like the not necessarily the importance, but I guess prioritize what you're looking at, what you're wanting to do.
2: You're, you're going to have to turn the timer off for me to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but excellent. And I appreciate that question because you're exactly right. Um, and, and for anybody that has an opportunity to serve, uh, it's with the idea that we want to uh, leave it better than we found it. And that the folks that come behind us, you know, we're helping to pave the way. So even if we only get a small window to make a difference, when you have that opportunity, I encourage you, make a big difference. Time is, is, is always fleeting, but your opportunity is what you do have. So if your opportunity is one shot, then make the biggest difference you can with that one shot. If you get 12 months, then make that difference for 12 months. And with the idea that you can help the next person be successful. And that's what leadership does. Leadership empowers and encourages other people to succeed Make sure that you have the right people in the right place, and give them the tools that they need to go out there and succeed with. So it's always going to be a a continuing change, ongoing legacy process. So anything that we do is with that in mind.
0: And let's just say I'm some guy named Bill that lives on Sparks. How would I? What? How am I going to know that? Hey, Mister Durrington's not the mayor now. Mayor now it's Mayor Wheat. What, are the, what am I going to notice? Am I going to notice anything different? Is there anything that's going to change for me? Is that me, just a regular, everyday alvarado win? Is that how you say it? <laughs> alvarado win? <Alvarado-white?
2: laughs> well, Bill, my name's Jacob. I'm your friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yes, things
2: are going to be changing uh, quite quickly, but we have already seen that change start. And, and so that dialogue of change is, change is constant. And in, in our community is poised right now for a, a large amount of change. Uh, we're all talking about the new homes that are coming in, the new the new residents, new neighbors that we're going to be having. And so you know, what does that look like and how do we manage that change moving forward? Uh, and, and some of it's going to be things that uh, some folks aren't going to see. You know, it could be the boring stuff of, How many million gallons per day on a wastewater treatment plant we can currently handle, and what we've got to expand to, and that kind, you know, those things have to be done. That's the business side of it. Uh, Something that we're excited about is the the community aspect and some events and activities that that you'll be seeing coming up soon uh, that we haven't been able to do for a while. And so during the summer, the library is going to be hosting movies in the park. Every Saturday in June and July at Parkway Park, we're going to have a movie out there. So it's a family-oriented, community-driven event hosted by the library. Uh, We're going to have an Independence Day celebration this year. So it's been a few years since we had a fireworks show. uh, But on July 2nd, Friday, July 2nd, we're going to have a big fireworks show going on. So uh, we're uh, we're, we're ready to start seeing those community-driven events and seeing those partners come back together. Uh, we've already got several events on the square where community organizations are going to come to the square. Uh, there's a 5K fundraiser for Helping Hands. The AYSA group is doing a car show. So, you know, starting to see community come together, be active, get involved, and see them lead out, too. That's what's exciting.
0: Just talk about the excitement of being the the mayor of a town that's kind of hitting the, kind of on the foundation of something that's potentially growing uh, you know, quickly and rapidly and just the excitement around that and being, being the mayor of, of that change coming up in the next few years?
2: Uh, we are looking at possibly 50% population growth in the next four to five years. So Alvarado as a community and Alvarado's identity is, in our history, is something that we want to focus on retaining and developing that as we have new neighbors coming in. So that is going to be an interesting change that we want to manage correctly. And I think your leadership in place has that vision, and it's going to take quick action with a clear plan in order to accomplish that vision as well. So as our as our new neighbors are moving in and, and as the community grows, uh, we'll have that opportunity for more events, activities, uh, folks coming in are going to want to find ways to get plugged in and engaged. And so they're, they're going to be community oriented. They're going to look for service organizations. They're going to look for community organizations. And so you're going to see a lot of a lot of growth and a lot of activity coming in as well. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's the, where we're at right now. I think we said 850 plats is about 2,500 new residents uh, just on what's already approved. So we're looking at going from 5000 to 7500 in the next few years.
0: Crazy. Yeah. All right. So uh, also, you know, we're looking forward to opening things back up again as well. You know, it, we didn't get to do our Indian Friend Reader Days this year with the community, things along those lines. But what are some – how are some things that the, the city and the school can work together in, from your point of view over the next few years as, as things start to grow, the city starts to grow, with that the school district starts to grow and those kind of things?
2: Uh, it starts with this. I, I appreciate the invitation to come here today. I was so excited, and, and I mean, you asked me today, and I'm here. Is it, how <laughs> quick can I get there? Because we have to move that quickly. Uh, and it does. It takes that communication, it takes dialogue, response, uh, partnerships, as as we both evaluate uh, the population growth and the impact that it has, and in infrastructure needs. You know, uh, you know, we're looking at wastewater treatment plants, sewer lines, water lines. You know, you guys are trying to figure out. Uh, facilities and how to accommodate the population growth as quickly as it's coming in. So uh, having good, you know, sharing information on uh, it, just like I said, you know, uh, uh, knowing that 850 plats are approved, uh, that gives you a hard data number for population growth so that you can make accurate plans and assessments on where to invest in infrastructure and needs in the next near period of time as well as that dialogue about a wastewater treatment plant. If we go to a 1.2 MGD plant, then we're only going to grow X. If we go to a 1.8, we're going to grow Y. What's that timeline? So communication, dialogue, uh, having the groups working together, uh, talking about what we're seeing, what needs are. Um, I cannot compliment Dr. Estes and Mark Ratcliffe enough for their work on the Cumming Street project. Uh, if it wasn't for Mr. Ratcliffe we would not be in the running for this eight million dollar grant to make Cumming Street two to three lane concrete with sidewalks from Highway 67 all the way to the northern city limit that's phenomenal that on a ten million dollar project we're getting an eight million dollar matching grant Uh, but it's that is the relationship that makes a difference
0: all right very good and I don't mean to hog all the questions. If you have anything, Dr. S, just jump on in.
1: I just want to thank um, Mayor Wheat and City Manager and the Council for their efforts to work with Alvarado ISD. At one time, the partnership, I mean, we're being real honest, there wasn't a strong partnership there many, many years ago, and we we enjoy a, a great partnership now. Like you said, the communication lines are open and, and flowing. We're uh, certainly sharing information between what we find out with some of the studies and things we do and the city's doing the – the same thing and keeping us updated so that we can plan for that growth and, and growth in student enrollment. Uh, when Mr. Brown had the idea of doing this podcast, he named it hashtag Alvarado Excellence, not hashtag alvareto ISD Excellence, because we're one community wanting the same thing. We want to see success for our community members. For us, it's our scholars or the children and, and their parents, but that expands into the community, into the job market, and so we appreciate you joining us today for your leadership with the city because it's not, it didn't just start this week when you got sworn in as mayor. You served as a city council member. We know you're active in your church and, and those things uh, and, and with businesses in the community, so it's it's important to us. Um, I'd also say we, we want to uh, thank you, uh, thank the fire department, the police department, and all those other city services through you for uh, what they're doing for us. Uh, like you mentioned Mr. Radcliffe with our operations team. He said, "Hey, there's this grant, I think it would be good and and the city jumped on that, uh, but in other ways we're supported uh, by, you know, the fire department, the the police department and everyone else. So we just want to thank the city. Thank you and the council for your leadership and, and look forward to to continuing to strengthen this partnership." Sure.
0: Very good. So we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come down here and visit with us for a few minutes and We do have a couple more things, just a weekly schedule update that we have. And so Thursday, May 20th is just a couple days away now because we're a day late again. It's a Tuesday afternoon instead of Monday. So Monday night at 530, we will have our incoming third and fourth grade uh, scholars meeting, uh, parent meeting virtual. It'll It'll be streamed online. So that'll be for all incoming third and fourth graders. That'll be at AIS next year. That'll be at 530 and it'll be recorded and go back and watch it later if you're not able to watch it at the time. And then also that night, we'll have our uh, the streaming of the AHS choir concert at 7 p.m. And then next week, all the fun really starts. Uh, we have a Monday night. We have our AHS senior awards program at 7 o'clock at the high school gym. And then a couple field days, I think, next Wednesday at Intermediate and South. And then wrapping it all up Thursday night with an 8 p.m. graduation once again at Charles Head Stadium, which is exciting. I know it was exciting last year, but it's still exciting. It's at the stadium again. And uh, brings back lots of memories for some of the for some of the veteran Alvarado residents. I'm we'll say old, we'll say veteran Alvarado residents. But uh, it'll be a fun time over at Charles Head Stadium next Thursday night at 8 p.m. as we get graduation going. And that'll be streamed as well if you're not able to get out there.
1: We hope uh, all this rain that we're getting this week, it rains itself out so that we have <laughs> yeah. a, a nice, clear, cool evening on, on Thursday the 27th. Is that right?
0: Yep. Yeah. Anyways, so we appreciate everybody's time. And until next time, hashtag Alvarado excellence.